All right, all right, all right, motherfucking all right. I'm back, motherfuckers. The Chad Show, the only show that I know of that celebrates people with the name Chad, because people with the name Chad, they're fucking rad, bro. Is that what you're going with? That's what I'm going with. All right. Rad Chad, as all my friends have called me for many years, including my one of my top ten friends, <laughs> Derek Dodd, sitting right across from him. What up, homie? What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot, man. It's been a while since it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> since I've done one of these, so... Derek came over, helped me set all the shit up, got mm-hmm. us sounding fucking tight, got us sounding right. Your voice is sounding really rich. Does it? Yeah, it does. Hell yeah. Like a nice like dove chocolate. Hell yeah. Well, that's that's what they call me in high school. <laughs> is it? Dove, <laughs> dove chocolate? Dove chocolate. That's also like my stripper name. I'd like to know why they called you that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> me and Derek have uh, done a lot of things together. <laughs> a lot of dirty, dirty oh, things. Oh yeah, dude. It's gotten so raw. <laughs> and including being in bands, we've, we've had... Uh, the pleasure or displeasure as, as you heard on one of the episodes where Derek kicked me out of my own band and, uh, even changed his name to Chad for a while and started, <laughs> no, I'm joking, but yeah, he kicked me out of my band. And, uh, then years later I asked him to join my band. <laughs> that was a gross undersimplification, uh, oversimplification of what happened. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you, uh, you hit the high points. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk about thrill of a gunfight dog. Oh yeah. The, uh, it was a strange period of our lives right there. It was a fun time. I had a good time with that for sure. Um, so I'm trying to remember how to come about with you playing with us. Um, I want to say that, uh, Sean, that was his name, right? Uh, the old bass player. Yep. Um, Sean, uh, fell on some, some difficult times mm-hmm. and, uh, and decided to step down from, from being in the band. Uh, I don't really know all of the reasons why. But um, that was right about the time I think we got signed too, right? Yeah, you you had just gotten signed, and I just don't think that it was something he really wanted to do. I, I you know I really don't know. I yeah, didn't, I, I can't remember. Either. I think it had to do with the girl he was dating. She Maybe. didn't want him to go on the road. And when we got signed, we all kind of made agreement. Okay, we're going to give this all we got mm-hmm. for the next I don't know, let's say two years, and uh, we're really going to tour. We're going to put our lives on hold, put our jobs on hold, and really try to take uh, take it on the road. And that's about when you came in, right? Well, for a little while, I was kind of the go-to like fill-in guy on bass. If if somebody needed somebody last yeah. minute, I could come in and kind of, you know, I might not be perfect, but I could I could fill the position for the night. Yeah, you know? Derek's so, always had that ability to just kind of jump in the situation and play along mm-hmm. and make it sound better than somebody who practiced it over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, Derek came in. Uh, we were all excited to do we're freshly signed. Uh, with Torque Records out of Canada, that was a subsidiary of Victory Records, which Victory for me growing up, dude, that was the fucking label. Well, the shit felt really legit. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it felt super legit. Yeah. Even though in retrospect, it wasn't. I mean, it was. It was, it was a, a scam, dude. This yeah, guy was exactly. pulling scams on bands. He was. It was weird because I remember we signed like a fifty thousand dollar contract. But right off the rip, we had to like pay for half of the recording, and then we had to buy like three thousand CDs at like five dollars a pop, knowing the motherfuckers got it for a dollar. Yeah, no, that's a total scam. I mean, but yeah, this but was, it was it was on Victory. I mean, Victory yeah. was putting this shit out, and to this day, you can go to Victory Records and get the Thrill of a Gunfight album. Well, this was back in the day when you know this was before everybody was putting out their own shit on fucking Bandcamp or on any of these streaming services. You couldn't just get on, you know. Google play by signing up with distro kid. Yeah. Like you had to get somebody to you distribute. To. That yeah. was the only way to get your shit out. Yeah, there. exactly. Unless you, unless you wanted to do it all yourself, if you had that kind of fucking bankroll in your pocket, yeah. I Which mean, there nobody was, had. yeah, nobody had that. So, I mean, it was, that was the only Avenue anybody that could, 
you know, that was trying to be in a band. That was the only avenue yeah. that they could explore at that time. So, I mean, it was the right move, but as everybody learned later on, all these old record deals, all these old, like, you know, it was a scam. Yeah, it was they were making over, money yeah. off bands. Cause exactly. you're buying the album right out of the gate. You're paying for half of the recording. So these guys really had nothing to lose, you know, yeah. especially if they had a band that, and they wanted the bands to tour. That was like part of the agreement. Like, Hey, you guys are going to do this. At I least they didn't take tour money back then. Did they? No, they didn't. Yeah. Or merch. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're Unfortunately, doing there was none of either. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing that three sixty uh, deal shit now where they're taking. Oh yeah. They take uh, everything. Yeah, everything. We're going to take your merch. We're going to take your album sales and we're just going to bend you over. And fuck you. One good time. But uh, yeah, that was about the time. So we set up a tour for the album that was dropping. And for whatever reason, the album got put on hold, but we still went along with the tour. And I think we burned a bunch of the CDs, even though we weren't supposed to. Six of Pinnacles uh, uh, was the um, was the booking agent, right? Maybe so. I, I remember, remember that. I, there's no other reason for me to remember a yeah. name called Six of Pinnacles. So. And the dude was fucking shit. Hey, so shitty, dude. He booked like 30 dates that we'll start talking about as we can remember some. Um, he booked like 30 dates and... Uh, out of those thirty, I don't know how I many fourteen happened. No, I would say it was it was over half, probably eighteen or nineteen. I remember we went to, uh, I want to say it was Virginia somewhere. We showed up for the show, and the fire marshal had shut it down like the week before. No, no, they they shut it down while we were there. Oh, while we were there, yeah, because it was in a tattoo parlor. Mm-hmm. It was underneath a tattoo parlor. In I remember a basement. The, I remember the place being pretty fucking cool. Yeah, to I be think we're all excited when we got there. Yeah, I, and we were quickly not excited. Yeah, because, <laughs> like you're not. And at this point, all of us are fucking broke. Yeah. What do you want to? Do you want to just like start back from yeah, the beginning? Yeah, let's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's walk. Let's walk it on back, dude. We're going right. to do a little fucking moonwalk back to the beginning. Let's talk about the uh, beginning, Derek. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I remember the day that we were leaving. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember we had all piled up in Lance's van that he had just purchased. I don't know. Not too long before that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had our little trailer and we had all of our, all of our shit ready and we were fucking happy and optimistic. And we were about to go on this like big adventure where we were going to fucking meet all these people and play all these shows. And it was going to be this big life changing event. Yeah. I truly thought that yeah. we were on the rise. Like shit was finally about to pop for me. It's what it seemed like yeah. at that, at that, on that day. That's what mm-hmm. it seemed like. And I mean, it was a, uh, it was super exciting. And uh, I mean, we only had what, two and a half hours to go to our first show. Yeah. Which you know? was Atlanta. Right? It was in Atlanta. Uh, pretty unremarkable from what I remember. Yeah. I remember it was just a kind of a normal gig. Only thing I remember about that was there was a dude outside making um, like sausage dogs with fucking peppers and onions and selling uh-huh. them for like two dollars, and we were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be great, dude! Yeah. This is gonna be there's gonna be sausage dogs at every show, Hell, you yeah. know." Nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember some of the bands that played that night? <sighs> Shit, I can't fucking remember. Well, didn't uh, this virus or one of those bands maybe set the show up? Maybe, maybe they did, but I mean, since we were going through that uh, that booking agent, I don't recall there being any bands that we knew that we were friends with at the time. Yeah. Like facilitating any of these shows. Mm. I don't remember that, but I mean, I could be wrong too. Yeah. So from there, where was our next stop? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Oh, this is the, the That's story. What, this oh is my what, God. This is when it gets started. It was oh, nonstop. Yeah. Dude, it was nonstop. Every fucking show had some wacky ass bullshit happen. Yes. And so was, we showed up to this show. <laughs> this was the night, the drag show, right? Like we had to, we had to play early because they had a drag show after us. Yes, and it was at the Hideaway, I think. Um, yeah, I think in yeah, yeah. no, the Hideaway is in Johnson City. It was Kung Fu 
coffee. Also, uh, damn, what is it called? Uh, there's a band named after it too. Well, it was a legit venue because yeah. I remember like Malevolent Creation. Oh yeah, everybody play, yeah, was playing there. Play. It was small, but it was legit. That was know? the place to go if you get like 200 people at a show. Exactly. It had great sound. They would, I think, they record your set live for like an extra 20 bucks or something. That was in North, uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this is the night we met. We needed somewhere to stay like after after every show because all of us are broke. We couldn't yeah. afford hotels. That was just out of the question. So our, we would always try and find someone to give them some merch, let's sleep on the floor. So we go back to this girl's house, right? Uh, yeah, it was just a chick that was at the show. And I never I never really got involved in any of the plan making for any of these uh, these little sleepovers that we had to have. <laughs> uh, I, I think that that was usually Lance. Oh, Lance was always yeah. trying to set him, get him a yeah. little side piece ready for exactly, the show. Dude. Yo, girl, let me come stay at your house. Hey, you know what, man? I got this bottle of Canadian Hunter in the van, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gonna fucking party it up tonight, girl. <laughs> so I remember uh, Lance... Oh uh, yeah, we went over there to this house. We got there, and all of a sudden, like every there's just like five dudes and this one chick. So everybody's like trying to rip each other's heads off to like see who's gonna land the chick for yeah. the night. And I think it like we we're pretty. I was eliminated off the rip because I was. Ne- I've never been like the good looking dude in the band. Yeah, it was down to Zach Lancer uh-huh. and, uh, and Jesse. Dude, I'm yeah. always the dude when I tell people that I play in a band. Do you get guess what instrument they always think I play? Drums, drums. Yeah, they look. They put the fat, ugly guy in the back. I mean, you look. You look like you could be a drummer. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell them a vocalist, like vocalist, no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> but uh, so we played there, or and we were at the house. We're all trying to. We're all eliminated at this point. I think Zach and Lance are like battling out to see. Well, who it's gets the it's chick. it's gotten into the hot tub because this was a fucking pretty nice place. This was yeah. like right in the middle of a of a subdivision, and yeah. from what I recall, it was just this chick and her mom. Yeah, living in this mm-hmm. like su- like nice suburban Nashville home. Yep, and. Um, I remember you getting so motherfucking drunk, oh, dog, bro. that you fell in the hot tub with your phone, like everything full, no, in your full, pockets. Fully clothed, I got in the fucking hot tub. I've only and, seen you go full <laughs> maniac like four times in my life, and yeah. this was one of those. It nights. was one of those nights. I, I get, and I was drunk. Get when I got in the hot tub, <laughs> bro. By the time I got out of the hot tub, I was a whole fucking, fucking different wasted, level, dude. dude. I remember, I remember passing out in the front yard, uh-huh. and then like. No matter how hard I try, my fucking body would not allow me to get back mm. to the house because I was so like disoriented and drunk as fuck. And like my shit would, I was like one of those dudes on like a fucking TikTok video, yeah. like, you know, going back and forth, like swaying <laughs> and shit. I just couldn't make it. I couldn't make it happen. Dude, didn't you knock over like a shower curtain too? You like ripped oh, their shower curtain. Man, out I, fucked and fell this, in the I fucked their fucking bathroom all up. Dude, dude. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't. I remember the mom coming home with the boyfriend. And then you could tell the boyfriend was like kind of, he had, the, it gave off that kind of like, he was saying hi to us, but he's really kind of like, motherfucker, that's my girl, you yeah. know? But uh, as soon as he left, like, I remember me and Zach practically begging the mom to get in the hot tub. Uh-huh. And then Zach ends she's up. Pretty mom, yeah, she's pretty hot mom. She's pretty hot mom. She put she, on that bathing suit. Yeah. I was like, damn. She was, she was, I mean, we were, this was what, 10 years ago yeah. or something like that? I mean, you know, we, we were, were early 20s or yeah, mid 20s. Mid 20s. And she was probably like close to 50. Mm, maybe not that old. But, um, so she ended up getting the hot tub and then I remember I was trying to lay the game down hard, son, cause Zach had already hit, you know, he was already, that was, he already got his piece, you know, like it was already set aside. They're already like making out and stuff. Well, this was, and plus is like, you know, right off the rip on the tour, man. So yeah. somebody has got to start establishing some fucking numbers Yeah. or, yep. you know, cause it's I mean, a game when yeah. guys go out on the road, if you don't think for one second, 
Unless they're married like me and they're faithful to the woman. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right, got to yeah. stay faithful to your woman. Yeah, dude. But if you're not, <laughs> you're married, the whole hand, tour dude. is like, the tour is like who's going to get laid the most. And it's like a game for everybody in the band. Like, you know, and uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And sometimes you think you're winning, but you find out you lose hard. Oh, bro, dude. I was throwing up them L's on the, on the <laughs> nightly, night. dude. I lost. I lost big, dude. I'm glad it wasn't a casino, yeah. dude, because that would have been, I'd been on my son. ass. <laughs> But uh, so uh, all night, try it. And she's like, I can't. My kid's here. So they, and finally, everything dies down. Everybody goes to bed. And I remember the next morning, she like came and was like, Hey, you want to ride with me to get breakfast? Mm-hmm. And then, like, by then, like, I think all, you know, like, I was just, it was not, I, you don't think about fucking at 7 a.m., bro. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, some people do. Especially hungover. Yeah. Like, we all like were. you're hungover, feel like shit. And then she, you know, we were all drunk. So she was, she was hot the night before. But when she got up that next morning, she was like semi attractive. Well, when the reality that, you know, you're just a bunch of scuzzy ass middle twenties band dudes yeah. staying in this nice house and you don't really belong there. Yeah. And like the night before it's all cool. You yeah. feel like a rock star the next morning. Yeah. When shit's broke, Derek's laying in the <laughs> yeah. bathtub. They're like, Hey, you got to get your friend out of there. Yeah, the next morning you realize real quick, you're just a piece of shit in this yeah. chick's house. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so time to go, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, when you wear out that welcome from there, where did we go? I believe that's when we started cruising on up to Virginia to hit that uh, to hit that tattoo parlor place. Hit the tattoo parlor, mm-hmm. got there, they yeah. shut us down. Shut us down. So that was the first canceled show, maybe. Yeah, that was the first canceled. And that was like show. third or fourth show. Mm-hmm. So we're canceled. And by this time, dude, we're we all brought some money, but we didn't bring a whole lot of money. And the only one that made money was Derek. Derek <laughs> had like a trucking business that was doing really good. So I had I had money on a card, but yeah. you know. I, did, I wanted to to experience the the fucking pain yeah. with everybody else. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't going to be like out there eating fucking filet mignon every night yeah, while, while y'all were, were like potted, burgers. potted meat and shit, yeah. you know? Um, so got there, the show's canceled. We're all probably, at this point, we probably got a couple hundred bucks left to our name. Like, okay, all good. Let's go to the next one, you know? We, we accepted it. And then, so where was the next that one? That was in Virginia also. Was that the straight edge show? That was, that was a... It was another place uh, that I believe had gotten shut down also. And this was when we ended up walking around like downtown Richmond and there was those fucking um, squatter dudes yes. that like wanted us to come and play a Their show house. at like a house. Yeah. I don't even know how we fucking hooked up with these guys, Yeah, but it became apparent really quickly that they were probably going to try to fucking rob us, rob us yeah. and like fucking, you know, I mean, whatever. They I remember get it getting really yeah. sketchy and we all, yeah. and this is the thing back then we were cool to do some sketchy shit. So if it got sketchy enough where we're like, nah, fuck this, yeah. it must've been pretty damn sketchy. It was sketchy as fuck. Dude. Yeah. It was, it was not something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up staying. That's when, that's when the fucking money started, this money situation started getting dire. Yes. Cause yes. we're like a weekend. I mean, we it, broke, baby. Yeah, it, we should have played five shows by yeah. now, but we've really only done like two or three. Yeah, and uh, like we were yeah. really planning on to like make a hundred tonight. You yeah, know? <laughs> and then we got to we didn't make that at all. Uh-uh. I don't think any night. No, and so we were broke, and then we were left to go to like I've always been the dude like when you're broke. You go to the nearest uh, establishment with a lot of people and you sell them CDs, baby. Yeah, y'all were y'all were hitting that shit up, man. Them fucking uh-huh. malls, dude, saved us. I think we made more money at the malls than we did at the shows. Typically, we yeah. probably should have just done a mall tour, bro. Well, if there, <laughs> if there was a hot topic, uh-huh. we could we could set up a, a thing where we could go in there yeah, and sign our CDs. CD was there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so that was that was kind of like how we made the money to keep uh, pushing forward, and we probably should have quit about then, but we're like. 
No, nah, fuck this shit. Let's keep rolling. And a big shout out to that fucking homie in Virginia who stopped by with some Little Caesars at like eight in dude, the morning. Dude. And that was my buddy. He was in, uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? He was in Times of Silence, which is a really cool hardcore band for back in the day. Um, but damn, like Corey, maybe Corey, I don't know, but he came and fed us all, dude, in the parking lot. And this was a time, believe it or not, I'm fat as fuck right now, but I don't know if you remember, me and Zach were on this push-up kick, dude. We had the little turning push-up thing, oh, and I everywhere we stopped, we're pumping out push-ups, baby. Yep. We're fucking going to look like the damn misfits when we roll into the venue. I mean, that was, uh, you know, especially back in the in the early days of, like, the kind of metalcore, hardcore yeah. scene. Tough you, guy. Yeah, you had to be a tough guy. You yeah. wanted to be big, fucking tough dude. I mean, bro. Zach already had the look, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, he was, yeah. like, almost seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> he naturally had that look. But, uh, so from there trying to think where the next stop was was that where we went to one of your ex-girlfriends no that was that was a little later on in the tour um i think we i think we started making our way up the east coast mm. um at some point we found our way into washington dc oh shit yeah this, you remember that i remember okay so let me paint the picture of the van dude <laughs> we had this uh what was it, a cano van yeah it was probably like a cano and we had yeah. this like uh decapitated head like going through the antenna and we had a bunch of shit on the van. It looked like obviously we looked sketchy. Well, it looked like it looked like a bunch of dorks who went uh-huh. to fucking Spirit Halloween and then mm. just decided to slap a bunch of shit from Spirit yeah. Halloween all over the van. Dude. That's what it looked like. And uh so didn't Homeland Security come up? Because like half of the guys in the band had long hair and big beards, and this was like shortly after <laughs> a few years after 9-11, right? Yeah, it was probably like uh, ten years after where it was well, still fresh. It was like what maybe 2010 something like that yeah so yeah. about nine years after but especially in the cat like the nation's capital it was yeah. still fresh people were still on the look yeah. and we were like when they go to fbi school and homeland security school and they show the pictures of shit to look for that's us bro no doubt that's us those are the ones and we were being innocent dude we just uh, wanted to stop and kind of walk through like the national mall check out the fucking you know the uh, washington monument yeah. lincoln memorial you i know. remember everybody laying down and uh <laughs> make it look like they were holding what is that the memorial the, yeah the, that was the washington monument and make it look like they're like it's their dick yeah yeah well i mean you got to yeah right? and then everybody's walking by just giving you that look but knowing they want to get down there and take that same damn picture yeah, they just didn't have the fucking nuts behind them and that was the time too bro we had the fucking flip phone with a real shitty camera because i remember having to delete and reach. it was like the razors for like the really shitty camera we had to take it over and over yeah dude trying to get the angle right yeah, because you like, didn't yeah. have the viewing screen to exactly. snap then you saw it yeah exactly dude that shit took forever and the, it was like we had to position jesse uh-huh. on, a, on a uh on a skateboard to get his like body lifted up enough so we could get a proper angle yeah. so it could look like he was grabbing the shaft <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude kids these days don't know what they got son no nah, not at all you dude. can pull out an iphone now and take a picture of your band and that shit look like a ten thousand dollar photo yeah you had to pay fucking five hundred dollars yeah, back in the day to get just, some actual photos yeah, to get a real photo because that that's what really separated the locals from the touring bands when you saw them put up that photo like Damn, motherfuckers pay for a photo. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no shit. You went and got that Kodak disposable camera. No, fucking no, got it at developed all. at your local Fred's, you know? So DC, we did, we, did we play DC? Well, no, we didn't play DC. We Baltimore? Just, we just stopped. Yeah, it, I think, well, since we were in Maryland, we uh, stopped in Baltimore. I think yeah. we had a show there. I don't remember. Fuck all I want to say that's the Straight Edge show. That was in New York somewhere. Are you sure? You talking about the one that got pretty fucking sketchy? Yeah, well, like yeah. we were about to get jumped and we yeah. had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was in New York somewhere, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was yeah. Baltimore. Dude, I can't remember. 
Let's just, can we go into that one? Yeah. Because that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so we showed up, wasn't it like a Mexican restaurant downstairs and a venue upstairs? It, it was, yeah. Yep. So we showed up. Now, let me tell you about the band. At the time, like, I didn't do drugs. You know, I didn't do any kind of drugs. I don't think you did. Uh, Zach didn't. But the rest of the band made up for our lack of. Uh, a whole lot of weeds. Yes, a lot of weed. Know? A lot of dude, and, this, and this was kind of before weed was like a, like. Acceptable. Thing. Yeah, this was back when shit was still kind of like sketchy if you yeah. were smoking weed. You yeah, know? that's a sentence, dude. That's yeah. like you going away, though. You got a joint. Oh, 10 years, baby. Yeah, you done, exactly. son. So uh, we showed up and we there was a huge straight edge scene. So if you don't know anything about straight edge, straight edge is a uh, culture. Would you call it a culture? Yeah, it's definitely a culture. Of uh, kids that don't drink, they don't smoke. They don't believe in like um, like sex until marriage, and they're militant about it. Like they're, they're the kind of guys that walk up, and slap a cigarette out of your hand. They look down on you. And we were in a room full of a hundred of them. They're goody two shoes with fucking with like muscles and a lot of anger issues. They just want to go to yeah. shows and beat people up. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I always saw the straight edge guys as being. I and uh, I didn't get it, man, because I was drunk all the fucking time, so I didn't get it. You know. And straight edge are real like pure about their style of music like they don't like metalcore they don't really like metal they like hardcore but it's got to be a certain it's it's very like pretentious asshole shit yeah it's got to be a certain way and a lot of that stuff i really love that's like some of my favorite stuff too but yeah they're super elitist about it so we show up obviously the the drugs the way we look right off the rip you know everybody's got long hair and beard scuzzy like we were scuzzy looking all these guys are dressed kind of like jerseys and Mm -hmm. like shorts and fucking adidas and military haircuts got the black black fucking the black axes on their hands so right off the rip dude people were not feeling us bro we got into i don't even know how many songs we played maybe three four three or four so i got in this like i don't i just kind of let it fly dude i I can't remember like i kicked a hole in the wall or a member or something like that a column and then that's where all the shit started well it's it, it was in like a like an old warehouse so there was like pillars you know that were supporting the ceiling um, yes. down below it was kind of cool looking cause it was a Mexican restaurant, yeah. but up above it was real industrial looking. It was just basically like a fucking, you know, a shitty old warehouse that you yeah. would keep stuff. And I don't know why they were doing shows up there, but you know, so I think, yeah, somebody ran into a, uh, I think I ran and tried to kick off of it and yeah. I didn't know a sheetrock and my foot just went straight through it. Yeah. So, so then looked, the owner sitting back there and fucking doing whatever. It looked like disrespect, but it was an accident. Yeah. It looked like disrespect because at the same time, like I, I, the mood was weird. The mood was, was hostile. So for me, when I get in that kind of weird situation, especially in a band like that, I try to bring that aggression to the crowd to the point where they might second guess trying to fuck with us. You know, I'm just like in your face and try to be as aggressive as hell. So that happened. And I think a lot of these guys are just waiting. But then uh, I remember Lance talking to the dude and basically saying like, Hey, I'm going to come back tomorrow. We're going to repair all this (laughs) shit up. I got like my painter clothes, dude. And we just straight deuces. (laughs) I mean, what were we? I mean, were we really gonna do that? Fuck no, we weren't. <laughs> no, we we're that. just trying yeah. to get ourselves out of an yeah. ass whooping, yeah, dude. Exactly, dude. Because they would have fucking handed us our asses, dude. Oh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, there was way too many of them. And, yeah. I mean, there was nothing we could do. We had to get the fuck out of there. We had to get yeah. the fuck out. I remember that being like a like a thing. Like we got our shit and we got in the van. I want to say that's where the mood started to change. Well, that's when we lost our fucking optimism. We were like, man, this is this is not, not going <laughs> the way I thought it was. Yeah, no, this and not only that, like we thought, like I really thought we were a fucking bad badass band mm-hmm. but we would go out here and we've only been like four or five shows in and uh 
these opening bands would be little kids and they would be better than us. They would sound better. Their growls were better. Their guitar licks are better. And it just really kind of brought me down. <laughs> I mean, that shit, will t- <laughs> that shit will take the wind out of yourselves yeah. real quick, dude. When you've been like thinking for a long time, that you come from a local town and you're yeah. the shit there. Yeah. And then you go to these other towns and dude, you're fucking nothing, bro. There's bands out there that just started better than your band. That was, the, that was the scene in, you know, the mid, Mid two thousands to mm-hmm. you know mid two thousand tens, you know that's when fucking YouTube came out. Uh, yep. Guitar Hero, dude, all the like, all these young kids, man, they started learning how to fucking play instruments better than anybody True before that. them. You know, do you think Guitar Hero had something to do with that? I think it did, man. I think it reinvigorated people's interest in guitar for sure. Damn, that's a, that's a word I've never reinvigorated. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, dude! I'll I'll show you my fucking pocket thesaurus here in oh, a little yeah, while, dude. Please do right next to my. Is that pocket. what you call it? My pocket rocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so from there, was that where we went to your ex? Uh, no, we still got some New York shows that we got to get to. Oh uh, shit! I remember one. <laughs> I remember two. Poughkeepsie. Po- uh, that was in uh, it was in the Catskill Mountains. I want to say it was Poughkeepsie. Um, that we played uh, Popeyes. Uh-huh. That was with a band called Conducting from the Grave. I do remember that. And there was another Living the End or something like it that. It was something like that. The only reason why I remember that is because that was the show where I fucking personally lost my will to keep going yeah. forward in an optimistic way. Oh, this way. was a shitty show, bro. Oh, dude. It, it was, was cold as... We didn't... Okay. These are boys from the South, bro. Yeah. We prepared for some like cool weather. None of us prepared for cold weather, dude. Like snow, icy cold. And we're sitting here at a venue that's the size of this fucking shed. It was tiny. It was the tiniest little fucking place I could have ever imagined playing. And it's raining ice, bro. Yeah. And we're soaking wet. Yeah. It was in the, it was in the twenties easily. I don't like, even know if we had a heater in the van. No, we didn't have a fucking heater. I mean, it was a piece of shit, yeah. van, you know? Um, and we were out there, we were playing the show. The thing I remember is we got done. Nobody really gave a fuck. They were waiting on the other bands to play. And we were all standing around watching the bands and some fucking kid, this was the the whole like New York scene, the New York scene and shit, man. They were doing the hardcore dance. Well, whatever the fuck you it call took it. about yeah. 10 years to make it to the South, but yeah. really it's just a bunch of people fighting each other. Yeah. But when you square up and actually fight back, everybody gets mad and wants to fight you like, dude, we're just dancing, bro. Yeah, exactly. So I got fucking, I was on the outskirts of the pit or whatever, uh-huh. and I was just watching the show. I wasn't involved in it. And some fucking kid like came and decked me in the fucking face. So, <laughs> so I go after him yeah. and then there's a bunch, there's like fucking 14 transmission mechanics yeah. come up behind me. There's like, you need to get off of him, bro. This guy's just trying to dance here. Yeah. You know? I'm, like, I'm like, man, what the fuck, dude? So yeah. I got pissed off. I just left. Yeah. You know, I just went out in the fucking 20 degree van and sat there and like, I was like, man, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, that, <laughs> we were all like fucking well, for me, you and Zach, we were all beat down and ready to go home. Yeah. The other guys, they already lived that lifestyle back home, so they were just like, "Let's keep rolling." They, you know, it was a chance for them to get laid every night. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it, it was still like I don't look back on any of this shit like with anything but fondness because it was really fun like the whole time. Yeah, I just lost. Uh, okay, there it came back. Sorry about that. I just lost audio for a second. That was oh, weird. Did you? Yeah, but it came back. Um. Well, we can't forget about the other, the other, all uh, the other New York show in Albany. Oh yes. Okay. So <laughs> we are literally zero dollars. Yeah. And we are looking I, yeah, at the I gas tank at, uh, at at that last show that we did yes. in Popeyes. I think we made twenty five dollars that night, and that got us enough gas to get to the next gig in Albany, where we were supposed to make like three hundred bucks. Yes. 
it was like a guarantee. Like, finally, this is going to get us back on track. Exactly. We're all fucking hungry, dude. This is when we go out on tour and come back, and everybody's like, damn, y'all lost some weight. But uh, so we got to Albany, and the venue was closed. So, but it didn't look like it was shut down. Yeah, it was just closed. And we, then we went and asked after two hours of waiting, and the booking agent at this point has just stopped returning our calls because mm-hmm. it's been a problem every night. He's just not responding anymore. So we went and asked the business. They're like, oh, that shit closed down like two months ago. <laughs> so nobody told us. So we're like, fuck. So we literally set up the 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 infamous fucking merch stand Dude, out the, on the road. On the side of the fucking uh-huh. road. It was like almost a residential neighborhood. It was like one of those residential neighborhoods that kind of like morphs into like a uh, sort of like a business. Yeah, business. Yeah, like a commercial that old area. Town feel, you know, yeah. houses, and it goes right into the pizzeria yeah. and the local town bar. And this was in Albany, New York. Yep. And so, like you said, you set up the fucking, the, it's time for Chad to dance yep. and try to sell merch. Yep. So uh, at the time, uh, fucking Rick Astley, I never want to give you up. Never, never want to give or, you yeah, up. Yeah, never going to give you up. Yeah. That was popular. So that we played shit, that everywhere we went, dude. That shit got on the uh, on the old boom box that we had with us. Uh-huh. And you and uh, Zach were out there dancing. That sounds and, about right. Yeah, now it, that's what it was. And, and we're that, sitting there, and I remember this girl's jogging, and we're all like, "Hell yeah!" yeah jogging like, with her dog. Yeah, yeah, jogging with the dog. She's wearing a little skimpy outfit, got them thangs on her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you saw Lance like perk. He's like leaning up against the van on the cell phone. Literally comes like standing, kind of peeking around, and then soon she kind of like slowed down, and, he, and then he jumped in for the first time. Never tried to sell shit, and then all of a sudden the girl comes by. Now he's all he's like, "Girl, you ever heard of Victory Records?" You yo, know? I'm a, yo, I want to let you know something, girl. I'm on this label right here. Now let me tell you something. You could buy some of this shit from yeah. me, girl. Yeah, and I think she did. I think she bought some stuff and she left, but she came back, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "Hey, uh, you know, if you guys need somewhere to stay, or if you guys want to come, like, we'll feed you. you want to come hang out with me and my roommates?" Yeah, and we're all like. Dude, this is something out of a fucking porno, yeah, baby. Yeah, dude, it, it felt like we hit the fucking jackpot. Like we all dude. about to get laid yeah, and get paid, baby. I was like, oh, shit, man. This is like some one in a million shit. Yeah. What are the chances? Dude, I'll never forget this shit, bro. <laughs> we fucking walked up. They gave us the address. And uh-huh. We packed up. We walked up the door, knocked on the door. And some of the biggest dudes I've ever seen in real life <laughs> answered the door. That is 100% This accurate. girl's dating foot, a football player, and her roommates are all fucking Albany State football players. Yeah, bro. dude, huge motherfuckers. Dude, these guys were enormous, man. The kind of guys you just wouldn't, you wouldn't fuck with. Dude, know? we're big dudes, man. I mean, like, not only like... They made us look like little kids. Yeah, not. I mean, we're not like little small guys, man. Yeah. And these guys were like fucking huge, yes. man. Muscles fucking everywhere, everywhere. Dude, like six foot five and up, like eight foot tall, 450 dude, pounds, 24 inch dick. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> so we're sitting. So we go, we end up going, we're already committed at this point. So we got to go hang out with these guys. Yeah. So I want to say they fire up a whole hooter, maybe they spark up a hooter and start passing it around. And the guys are super chill, man. They're super nice. They bought a bunch of merch, bought us food. But I'll remember how uneasy I don't know about you, but I was so uneasy because Lance was sitting there. With one of the biggest ones, girlfriend sitting there playing with her hair, yep. and dude, it was just like I'm just thinking to myself, "You motherfucker, if you get me fucking, I'm gonna whoop your fucking dude, ass." That dude. was it was because Lance had dreads, and yeah. she was like, "I want to get dreads," and he's like, "Yo, girl, I can show you how to get these dreads." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. come yeah. sit in my lap over here, girl. It was it was awkward for sure, dude. I can't believe that the dude put up with that shit. I but I remember after that, like. He didn't have much to worry about. Yeah. Though, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he knew he could fucking hammer fist us and yeah. kill us all. I do remember 
I think we all kind of collectively said, yeah, this ain't a good idea because we saw where Lance was going with it and we didn't want to go down that fucking road. I don't remember any other girls being there. I just remember. It was just her. Yeah, it was, it was just her like, and like eight football players. Yeah. Dude. Big ass football players. Dude, but they were super cool. They gave us fucking pizza. Yeah. I they think get, they gave us offering of money. Yeah. They offered us some money for gas to yeah. get to the next place. Dude, they were super fucking cool yeah. about everything. Let us shower, gave us places to yeah. like sleep. And you night. know, if we would have stayed three more hours, Lance would have been trying to bang that chick in the bathroom yeah. and it would have went bad real fucking quick i'm really glad that that didn't happen i remember going outside and seeing zach running after somebody (laughs) do you remember that yeah dude because somebody fucking somebody so uh like was walking by and Uh me and zach were sitting on the front porch like just smoking a cigarette or something and somebody came by and the fucking impaled head that we had on the antenna they they grabbed the fucking impaled head and i remember zach just goes hey motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> and starts running like super that's, fast. That's where I came out. Yeah. And I just saw him running down the road. Like what the fuck? I mean, he was, it was like a sprint, bro. Yeah. It wasn't like your typical Zach run. Dude, he was I, like, he was fucking booking was, it, dude. Dude, and Zach, Zach got them long ass legs, uh-huh. dude, for every one step. That's like, you know. He caught up to that dude real quick. And it was like, I remember it was a, a like a real sort of con- congenial exchange. Yeah. Zach was like, can I have my head back? Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> he, just, he just handed the shit back and Zach just walks back up to the fucking thing. He's yeah. like, dude, try to steal the head, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't question Zach if he ran up on me like that. No, nah, dude. No. Nah. From there, where did we go? I, I know we had a break at some point in time. We had a, like we had to come back for a couple of days. Because we come back to Columbus. Oh, now, yeah, we had to come back to Columbus because we were headed through going over into the Gulf area. Yeah, but not before we went to your ex's yes. house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In we Pennsylvania. Tell that story. Went to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, I was like, oh, shit, Derek might get him a little peace tonight. Now, well, she had moved away like years before that. Uh-huh. And she was living up there. Uh, and my sister and her still like kept in touch on Facebook or something like that. Yeah. And I guess she saw that we were playing in Harrisburg and got in touch with my sister and said, hey, I'm going to come out and see them. Well, you know, that led to us having a place to stay for the night. Yeah. I remember the bar was super cool too. It was yeah. like the it was like the state's longest bar or some shit yeah. like that. And um yeah, she came out and we ended up getting a place to stay for the night with her. She and, fed us, uh, I think. Yeah, she fed us like some spaghetti or something you like didn't that. Try to go up in there and no, I didn't, what was up. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure once again. Oh, Lance the Dance, dude, took, uh-uh. took a walk in the middle of the night. I, I can't I can't say that with any like 100% certainty. <laughs> Damn, Lance, dude. she was pregnant too. I think you? she was, dude. Yeah, no, she was pregnant, like six months pregnant or something. Damn, like that. Lance, baby. <laughs> oh, Lance, dude. Lance but, going crazy on us, bro. I remember, yeah, no, Lance definitely. I mean, this was, I remember him talking about Bill Cooper and like Behold a Pale Horse and stuff like that yeah. back in the day. I remember he and uh, Zach kind of entertained some of the conspiratorial elements. That's where it all started. That's when I remember things, like, you know, because Lance was always like, I'm telling you, man, these FEMA death camps, they gonna be, you're going to be, you're going to be finding yourself in one of these FEMA death camps. <laughs> now, dude, he's just that, that crazy uncle at Thanksgiving oh, that everybody's like, oh, he's man, a wild yeah, one. Dude. It's very entertaining to watch online, though. <laughs> it is. So we went there, and then I think she told us that we were only like an hour from Gettysburg. Yeah. So we started watching these ghost Gettysburg videos and we it's got, like midnight. Yeah. We got ourselves pretty fucking spooked out. I remember that was the first time I ever saw glass ass too. We were just on our computer, just watching videos. Uh-huh. I remember that was the first time I ever saw that. Well, first and only time I ever watched yeah, that. Yeah. You show. only need to watch that once. Yeah, you only need one time for that. <laughs> um, well, we watched all those, uh, 
the ghosts captured on film at Gettysburg. So we're like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. We, I mean, when are we gonna get to this again? So we rolled that bitch at like two a.m., dude. And I remember going out there and all it, dude, it felt very fucking creepy. Well, it was the, scary. Mo- the mood was right because it was like cold. It was slightly like misty yeah. and raining a little bit. And I'd be goddamn if it wasn't fucking creepy out there. Dude. It was creepy as shit. <laughs> it was dude. super creepy. I was kind of hoping that one of the security guards come by and kick us out, but I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to be the little bitch of the crew. But. I mean, we were all like, there was there were multiple dudes out there, like literally saying next like to each other, yeah, like huddled up next to each other, like, oh man, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, you know, it was like, it was probably nothing. We we're like, I mean, did you see yeah. that? I remember there was like a battlefield. And it looked like it was like illuminated or something, but there was no lights around and shit. And it sounded like every once in a while you would hear like a, a faint cannon blast in the distance or something like yeah. that. Dude, you're just convincing yourself like so much yeah. that you're just hearing shit. But Did I you mean, hear that? honestly, man, I mean, it was one of the, one of the cooler experiences that I ever did in a band. Cause it was just yeah. like, that, that's, that was a really unique moment for mm-hmm. that tour. I remember that. that, that whole thing was fun as fuck. Dude, that was around the time, like, I forgot where we're at. So when we went on tour, this is how broke we were. Um, we didn't have suitcases, bro. Like, Derek had his shit in a tra- black trash bag. <laughs> and then Jesse, the guitar player that he went uh, by Chainsaw, that was his name. He got tattooed on his knuckles. Yep. But uh, old Chainsaw also had all his dirty clothes in the, a very similar black trash bag. And it was right about the time he had this ass boil. <laughs> Remember? He had an ass boil rupture. Oh, yeah. No, and it ruptured that. into all of his clothes. So he had threw it in this trash bag with Derek, had his trash bag, and was sniffing his clothes to see <laughs> which was clean and which was dirty. Yeah. And Jesse was sitting on a fucking log. And uh, he looked at you, and he thought you were sniffing his dirty ass boil <laughs> underwear. And he, he got fucking mad. He's like, dog. Why are you sniffing my clothes, dog? Dog, what you doing sniffing my clothes, dude? And then yeah. I remember somebody's like, nobody's sniffing your dirty ass ass boiled clothes, dog. Oh, uh, dude, that shit was ridiculous, man. Dude, Jesse uh, was a character, man. I, I miss like hanging out. Like I miss like certain uh, aspects of each one of those people. Like you know, like Jesse, he could really be entertaining at times. I don't remember much about him. Like I remember he was really quiet most of the time. When he got drunk, though, he's a fucking oh, madman. He was bro. a fucking lunatic when he got drunk. A lunatic. And, oh, dude, what about the time where we fucking? So we're in the mall, and ever like the CD and shirt thing at this particular mall, it just ain't working. Nobody's buying shit. So our next option is go give some plasma or blood. I think give blood for food. It was like cookies and coke it, or cook, something. cookies and fucking orange juice. Like, and we were like, damn, man, well that is breakfast, you know. <laughs> so. And uh, they had this rock climb wall in the mm-hmm. middle of the mall. And it was like for $40, I think it was 40 bucks. You climb to the top, you win like 150. Yeah. So we literally pulled all our money together because Jesse's like, dude, I got the shot. Free, whatever, free, free form climb. Free climb, yeah. All that and shit. And he He's did like, have some big ass fucking hands. And dude, he had some fucking, yeah, he had some damn, uh, like, mittens, like catcher's mitts. Yeah, those fucking things were huge. They were huge. Um, so like, we all like, oh, well, damn, he's so confident. Let's do it. So we gave him the fucking money. He goes up it there. It was probably dude. like our last $40, too. Like, legitimately. It absolutely yeah. was the last 40 bucks Because I remember having to hawk some CDs and shit to get the next spot. But um, So he gets started. He pulls. I fucking never forget, dude. He pulls his hair back. We're all sitting there like, oh, shit, about to get this 150 real quick. And we were talking about, like, then we can take another 40 You know, like, like this was just a sure end, dude. Uh-huh. And fucking he puts his hands up. <laughs> 
Steps on the first peg, goes to step on the second, falls to the ground, dude. All of our money is gone in a fucking split second, bro. And, dude, I remember, like, half of us were sad, but I couldn't stop laughing, dude. It was funny, dude. It was, like, this big inflated moment Uh where he was, like, so confident in himself, dude. He fucking... I got this dog. He blew it, man. He totally fucking blew it. (laughs) And then they gave him, like, a free shot to do it again, and he only got, like, three foot up the wall, dude. Yeah, dude. He is definitely not a fucking rock wall climber. He's not a rock wall climber. Hey, but I'll hand it to him, dude. He, uh, he He was... Trying to take one for the team, but yeah. really all he did was just take all the team's money and yeah. fucking blow it down a goddamn toilet. You know? <laughs> and this was also the time that Camo was on the road as our merch person, oh, shit, and he Camo. had just went vegan. And we were so poor, dude, we couldn't afford to buy vegan food, so we're all eating. So he's like eat, getting a hamburger and taking all the meat and eating the other shit. So at this point, like a week and a half in, this dude's super irritable. Remember the chick that gave us like a nice place to stay? I do. I don't Cooked remember a where big this ass was. Pot of cheeseburger macaroni, uh-huh. and then like he was being a total fucking asshole to her. And the thing about him was that I only ever saw him, yeah, in like being super nice mm. and being like really like warm and fucking funny with everybody, yeah. but. After a, on the road, yeah, dude, dude. After two weeks, dude, he turned into like a little monster, dude. And he was like fucking he irritable it, as shit. That's that's like, the thing about the road, though. Yeah. Like it shows you who people really are, dude. When you go on a road and you and you face like shit like that, if you can walk away from that experience and be still be friends with people, those are your real friends. Yeah. And the other ones, like you grow to fucking hate, you know. Which there was a period of time I had to take a back seat from all, like you know, half of the band. Just because, you know, my hatred <laughs> grew so strong. Well, there was some shady shit that happened after we got back. Too, yeah, there so. was a lot of shady shit. Because after we got back, I think we put our foot down. Like me, at the time, you were officially in the band. Zach was in the band. I was in the band. And we were like, fuck this, dude. We're not doing this anymore. We will tour, but we're not going to go this route with some weird dude booking the shows. We'll book the shows. If it don't make sense, we're not going to do it. And I just remember being like a week later at the fucking movie theater. And uh, I forgot who was there. Some chick. Amanda, I think Amanda. Um, but anyway, she was like, uh, she's like, so what happened with you and 3L? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? She was like, oh, they're trying out some vocalists today. And I was like, I, dude, I don't think I even watched the movie. I was like, fuck this shit. Dude, that's like the worst possible way to um, find that out. Too. I know. And yeah. I called Zach. And at the time, the only mode of transportation I had was a 50cc scooter. And I remember riding <laughs> that bitch all the way on Max, all the way to that motherfucker's oh, house. The I was about to whoop some ass. I was like, <laughs> And I remember pulling up, and Zach, I think, only had a bicycle. <laughs> dude, we were some just fucking just scumbags, straight dude. scrubs, dude. scrubs dude. <laughs> And he met me there on his fucking two wheels. And I remember, like, at the time, Lance's dad was, uh, who's recently passed away, but was a real cool dude, took care of the band, bought us a lot of shit. His dad was a cop, and yeah. not only a cop, but he was, like, head of, like, the fucking drug task force. Yeah, for he Columbus was, like, a big player in Columbus. He was yeah. a big player, which kept Lance out of a lot of trouble. But uh, I was there, and I was ready to whoop Lance's ass. I was going to whoop Jesse and Lance. It was fucking going down. I remember Lance coming out, and his woman was out there instigating the shit. And I got so mad, like, I was picking up that ruckus that weighed, like, probably 450 pounds and slamming it on the ground because he was like, if you touch me, man, you know. Um, and that was when we officially quit. We're like, fuck you, and walked away. And at that point, I don't think the the CD had hit some stores, but they, they kind of told us it was going everywhere, and it never did. And I remember like two months later, I started getting calls. Like, hey, man, you're in FYE. Hey, you're in all these other places. Yeah, it was in Hot Topic first yeah. before anywhere else. Hot Topic had it right off the rip, but everyone else, we felt like we had just been lied to. Because then what we found out about a $50,000 contract 
is that doesn't mean you get $50,000. That means they sent us on a photo shoot. Well, that photo shoot was 20000 mm-hmm. And knowing that shit was like 1000 in a fucking, we did a photo shoot in a goddamn storage unit. <laughs> I remember that photo shoot too. Yeah, it was I one was, of the guys from. I was, wasn't a part of that one. That was uh, that was when Sean was still in the band. It was one of the guys from like between the buried and me or something yeah. was a photographer, so mm-hmm. he took the photos. Um, but I mean, they turn out badass. Still, some of my favorite photos of this day. I like the one where you did the uh, football huddle. The football huddle is yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. That was the first time. That was my idea, baby. Creative since since birth. Baby. Since birth, baby. Um, but yeah, so when they tell you that you get fifty thousand. Really what it ends up being is you find out real quick that you're in fucking debt to this label and you're a slave to it and you're never going to fucking make it out. And once we realize that and then on top of that, all the shit, all the kind of shit in the band, you know, and all the bad blood, it was just like it was time to fucking go. I wasn't even involved in all that. I just kind of I I didn't really have a whole lot of skin in the game. I didn't write any of the songs. You know, I only went on the tour. I, like you said, at the time I was doing pretty good like financially and shit. Yeah. So it wasn't like I wasn't banking on the band or yeah. anything. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was, it was fine for me that things didn't work out. I felt really bad for you and Zach though. Yeah, it, it was, it was definitely heartbreaking. And as you guys can hear, there's a train in the background. I've never heard a train come through tonight. We were, I don't even know where the fucking and train we, is. I don't know either. It's a mystery train. It's the ghost train, but it's <laughs> been the train. whole fucking time. It's like it's parked down the road, just blaring the horn. Chacho, fuck you. But, uh, do we have some, we have some, at the time seemed like really bad times, but some of my fondest memories to look back on all the bullshit that we went through. Oh yeah. Dude, that, that tour, like you couldn't fucking script a more wacky zany, like series of events, you know, that for a normal person to just go through. And it was just that happening every single day. And we didn't even get into like the Gulfport shows and shit that we, Gulfport down into Louisiana. Gulfport was that when, uh. Lance had that girl pee on him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was, in, in his hair. Yeah. In his hair. In his dude. hair. Yeah. Because at the time, like Lance would always joke about uh, liking girls peeing on him. We all mm-hmm. took it as a joke until that night. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker's for real. No, he was serious as he shit. He was drinking that shit like fucking mother's milk, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, as a yeah. baby just sucking like on the teeth. like somebody pouring fucking Dasani on his face, dude. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the hot desert, dude. Ain't, hey, ain't nothing wrong with a pee stain. I was like, damn, dog, you nasty <laughs> as fuck, dude. Smelled like piss, yeah. too, for a few days. Where are we at on time right now, Derek? Uh, 46 minutes. Hell yeah, so I want to do something. I, I've got a little something planned for you, Oh, you've got something planned I've for got me. something I wanted to hit you Hit you with it without you expecting it. Oh shit! And I want to, I want to challenge your fucking metal and punkness, dog. Let's do it, brother. So we're gonna play a little game where I say something and you either say that's a metal or that's a punk. Okay. Or do, I have to, do I have to say it like that? You, like, like that. you can say hashtag that's a metal. Oh, okay. Or you can make up your own line. All right, here we go. I live with my mom. That's metal. <laughs> I shower once every other week, whether I need it or not. That is so punk. <laughs> I will wear black until they invent a darker shade. That is hashtag metal. Right <laughs> At all costs, never smile. That is hashtag metal as well. Why is that? Why are metal guys so serious? Uh, well, it just depends on what kind of metal. I mean, the the death metal guys, like, they took the music seriously, but yeah. it was it was still all about like partying and you know having a good time and stuff. Now the black metal dudes, nah. sadness, darkness. Nah. Well, it's it's all about like embracing that that uh, death is inevitable. Nah, not even that, man. It's just about embracing like a nihilism mm. towards humanity and Christianity or or any sort of organized religion, and that just doesn't leave a lot of room for being like 
you know, kind of a real a, a jokester. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know. makes sense. I'm writing a concept album about Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's definitely metal right there. Anarchy in the UK. Uh, punk. I paid sales tax on my anarchy patch from Hot Topic, bro. Oh, that's ultra punk right there. I've always thought that was funny. Kids that buy anarchy stuff, when when you just steal that shit. Evil all day, every day. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's that's so metal. I got a full pack of bum smokes. <laughs> <laughs> a full pack of bum smokes. Uh, shit, that's that's a tough one. I'm gonna go with punk on that one. Yeah, you got it, baby. Terrorism begins at home. <laughs> that's definitely punk right there. All guitarists who use less than seven strings are posers. <laughs> well, shit, I don't have any seven string guitars, so uh, I'm gonna go with. One. Oh hell no! Oh. Now, dude, if I can't get six right, then I don't need seven. <laughs> but that's definitely some metalhead bullshit yeah. right there. Subgenres matter. Definitely metal all day. Band merch is my mating call. Mm, that's a tough one. Got to be punk. That's almost a both. It's it's kind of both, but I think punk probably tries to push the push the merch more than metal. Metal's like if you don't like the fucking music, if you're not here for the experience, I don't really give a fuck about That's your true. opinion. That's true. Yeah. The grunger it looks, the more I'll pay for it. Mm, punk all the way. Damn, dude, you you fucking scored a hundred, bro. A hundred on it. You got a yeah. hundred. There's well, only one I would have probably that's considered my, both. Hey, that just that's a testament to my fucking my my cred, dude. Your my music, my bro. music scene cred. You are the fucking shit, bro. All right, all right, guys. That's been the fucking Chad show with fuck man. Maybe my next co-host, Derek. Maybe we just need it's, to... It seems like it. But can it, Can you call it the chat show if Derek's involved too? Like, how do you... I don't really give a shit. I don't really give a fuck either. <laughs> hey, and besides, there's only 29 people that are currently listening to it hey, anyway. Well, those 29 are going to get a fucking earful tonight. But those 29 hit me up say, when's the next chat show? Hell yeah. So thank y'all for listening. This has been another episode of the Chad Show. Great show in the world. I'm Chad. I'll see you next time. And Derek... Bye. 